Are you ready? Oh yeah! Strap yourselves in for the Gaming Hub. Your hosts, Tyler. You can't handle the truth. Graham. The force is strong. And Steven. You cannot be serious! Let's get started. Hey everybody and welcome to our continuing coverage of E3 2018. We just finished watching the Electronic Arts Conference. And this is episode 101, summarizing and getting our reactions to that conference, which had a lot of stuff. Like the normal EAU, we had our highs and we had our lows. So, I want to just go for like early reactions. We're going to dive into like the big games that we saw and and get a little into a little more details as we go through the show. But uh, Graham, hi again hi and <laughs> hello and uh just uh initial thoughts like what do you think uh you know were you excited about what we saw today um did you think it was good um overall like you like you pretty much summed it up there were some really high points and then there are some points where i'm like couldn't can this be over like i get it let's, <laughs> let's just move on but obviously, me telling them to move on doesn't make it move on. So I, I just sucked it up. And like I said, it's, it didn't take that much time for the most part of it. I was excited and, uh, and I enjoyed what I watched. Yeah. And, and the low points, I did it for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stephen, hello to you as well. Uh, it feels like it's been so long since I've talked to you. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, what are your initial thoughts? I mean, like, there were moments where I was like, this is a really good conference. And then there were other moments where, like, oh, my God, I just want to go to sleep or go to the bathroom or do anything other than watch this. So whoever was in charge of, like, the planning of what order they're going to do stuff in should probably not be in charge next year because (laughs) it it wasn't very good. (laughs) I mean, I'm not calling for people to lose their jobs or anything. I'm not a dick. But <laughs> do better. That should have been obvious yeah. from from the start on on what would go well and what would not. And there was one point that we'll talk about where, man, they had everybody on a high, I think. Yes. And and the, and the crowd was really quiet to begin with. The crowd was not super engaged, and that's kind of the case on some of these developer and publisher conferences. Like your Microsoft and especially your Sony, people are revved up to go into that. But some of these other ones, it's a little quieter and you got to win them over. And I felt like they did that in the middle point And then they just totally blew all that uh, in about a 10 minute sequence. So we'll get to that. But um, we're going to go around the table and talk about games that kind of got us excited. And Graham, I know the one you're going to want to talk about first. So I'll kick us off though. I'm going to go to something different. Okay. <clears throat> okay. And even though I'm just as excited as you for this, but... Uh, uh, I want to talk Battlefield. So we saw that right away. And, you know, we, we really didn't see much gameplay. And I think that we're going to get more over the course of the show here. But we did hear, Steve, music to your ears, that we're getting Battle Royale mode and Battlefield confirmed. And it'll be coming out post-launch. So what are your thoughts on uh, finally getting some Battle Royale and Battlefield, Steve? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> There's... No excitement. Like, the gameplay trailer looked kind of cool, and mm-hmm. you know, because all trailers always look cool. That's just how trailers are. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see EA's, like, I'm sure they're going to have, like, a Game of Conquest going on 
in their EA Play, which uh, and then you know maybe if that looks cool, I, I might get hyped and stuff. But I don't. Battle Royale just doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, none of the other games. I, I don't know. I just I'll play it, but it's like that's. That's all I can say. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I will, here, I'll, this is what I'll say about Battlefield. Like, the environments look great. Um, the game, yeah. like, in terms of resolution, looks fantastic. It looks awesome. And I'm already pretty committed to getting it. I don't have a lot of interest in Battle Royale, but that seemed like that was sort of their biggest announcement coming out of the show today. For Battlefield, anyway, is that they're going to have it. So, yay. I, did anybody think it wouldn't? Um... So I'm hoping it's good. I'm hoping it's fun. I, I was actually kind of fingers crossed for seeing Battle Royale in Star Wars Battlefront. I thought that would maybe give me a reason to get back into that game. Um, and Graham, I'll, I'll say this real quick before I throw it to you on this, but we also did see Star Wars Battlefront real briefly. Like, we're getting some more characters and they're bringing out Clone Wars. Um, all that stuff. So from the prequels, you can play as General Grievous. You can play as Obi-Wan Kenobi for the first time. Um... So, Graham, what are your thoughts on Battlefield? Are you excited at all for the Battlefront content? Uh, Battlefront Two content? No, I actually lent my Battlefield or my Battlefront game, and I'm in no hurry to get it back. <laughs> but uh, speaking of other battles, uh, Battlefield Five, yeah, like like Steve was saying, they always make the trailers look amazing. But I've been recently playing some Battlefield One, and Oh, I'm definitely all in on this game. The environments are going to look so much better, and it's going to be in like true 4K HDR made from the ground up. So visually, I think the game is going to be stunning, and I think the mechanics are going to be good. So I'm, yeah, I'm excited for it. And yeah, the fact that you didn't really show much gameplay, I'm pretty sure we're going to see it either on Microsoft's stage or it, they just saved it all for EA Play. But I, I think we're going to see it in uh, Microsoft's conference. Yeah. I do you guys think they did enough with Battlefield here? I I don't think we saw anything that different other than Battle Royale, which we didn't even see. They just said it. Yeah. Did we did see Did they any, need to? I mean, well, it wouldn't yeah. hurt. It wouldn't hurt to actually show some gameplay. And I they didn't do that here. And I'm it's I don't want to say it's like concerning for me, I just wish they would have. Yeah, they could have used that time to take away from yeah, other yeah. things that were going on. I mean, so that, it makes me yeah. it makes me think they're going to show it either at Microsoft or basically what Graham said, Microsoft or at EA Play. Yeah, well, I'm sure there'll be stuff at EA Play, and, and it'll probably be like right now EA streaming like some FIFA thing, um, and I'm guessing we'll see Battlefield being streamed on there, and we'll carry some of the EA Play this afternoon while we're downloading a certain game that we'll <laughs> touch on here in a second. I think I, I but, actually uh, looked for that game; it's not 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 available yet. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, but let's, let's transition into that. So I'm going to go to Graham and I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to bring up. So what, uh, what's first thing you want to talk about from the conference? Well, the game I want to talk about was the one that I was looking to download and that is Unravel 2. Now, not only was I excited as soon as I seen that yarn like floating in the water and stuff like that, I'm like, where's this going? I'm like, this is usually when you die. So then, Mm -hmm. then they like showed how, I think he talked about it and then they went back into it. Because like oh you you lost everything everything is like dire like and then you meet a friend and then I'm like oh, a friend and then I'm like then they mentioned co-op so I'm like oh this is awesome but then I'm like what if I don't have any friends or if I don't want to play co-op but they're like 
you can play single and then you can like leave that yarny there and the other yarny i guess they're both called yarny i'm not quite sure and uh like so basically you can work together with mm-hmm. your own little like double or you can do it as co-op so yeah. like this as a co-op game uh, i'm all in on this and if there's times where somebody don't want to play then i'll be like well i'll just play by myself and maybe i'll just go through it myself before somebody wants to play mm-hmm. with me but i love how it gives you the option and now it didn't say if it's co-op only or couch only or online but i'm sure it's going to be at least online it might be couch co-op so now i'm definitely excited for it and then they're like and it's available today yeah that <laughs> like, was like mind-blowing right it's oh, like, yeah. we were not expecting that like we no. were on the pre-show we were just hoping to see it like yes. we thought that game was going to be like maybe early next year something like that but they're like the game's done you can get it today and that's awesome i man i, I want to throw it to you steve because uh, i'll just say first like the, the world looks so good and the interactions that you have with the person you're playing with whether you're playing solo and just controlling both or you're playing co-op with somebody like the interactions seem meaningful and they seem to have purpose behind them. Um, Steve, you were not like totally sold on the first unravel game, but as this played out on screen, I could hear it in your voice, the change and being like, I'm kind of all in on this. Yeah. You thought I was being a dick. I did. I thought you were being sarcastic when we were watching it, but you were legit. Go ahead. I was, I was not. Um, I don't know. There's something about the second game. I think it's the, the fact that you're tied to like another character and that leads to more creative, like puzzles and just more the, the gameplay that footage they showed, like that, that little mission to get away from the Turkey, like really like sold me on it. I don't know. It just seemed more faster and, fast-paced and harder in a way because like the first game it's hard to explain what i didn't like about it but this game seems to have fixed all that um so i am going to be playing the second one and i feel like now i have to go back and play through the entirety of the first one first and then i'll go play the second one so it'll be a little bit till i play but but i'm excited for this and i i really hope they create like a forge mode, I guess would be the best way to describe it, where p- people in the community can make their own puzzles to solve. Because, like, I don't think it'll happen the way the game looks, but that'd be really interesting. I could see some really creative puzzles being built by the community. Like, uh, it reminds me a lot of Little Big Planet, to be honest. And they had that mode where community could make their own, own uh, puzzles. So I'd like to see that here. But I, I am going to be buying this game, and I will be playing it. Unfortunately, I'll be playing by myself because, well, I'm smarter than I'll you guys. So I'll finish it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, you guys will be playing together, so I'll be all alone. We might finish tonight, Graham. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I, I want to say this, too. Like, the the lead developer, I think his first name is Martin, I think. And I, I apologize, don't remember his last name. But Lee and Coldwood Interactive, who makes Unravel. He was on stage again, and I'm going to tell you, the first thing I, that sold me on the first game was when he was on stage a couple years ago. Like, you could just feel the passion that he had for it, and, like, he could barely even get, like, full sentences out, and the crowd really supported him. Kind of the same thing today at the end, right? He started calling out to his whole team, and, like, he was about to break down on stage. Yes. Like, he barely kept himself together. 
Um, and when I see people that have that much passion and heart behind the game, it tends to show in the game. And I think that that's one of the special things about the first Unravel for me is that that did show in the game. And like you could feel, you know, the kind of the love and care they had behind it when they made it. And I'm so excited for this game. I can't wait to play it today. Um, it better be in the store when we're done here so I can start uh, downloading it. But that was really cool and a nice surprise by EA. Um, just uh, really well done. Yes. So I, I love the surprises like that. Yep. So, Steve, I want to go to you. Uh, what, what's the first thing you want to talk about? Um, I would like to talk about Sea of Solitude. Okay. Uh, speaking of playing games by myself, that seems to be the main like story of this game. You, yep. It's a girl. She becomes a monster because she's lonely. Mm -hmm. And But to me, what, what really like hooked me was the developer came out and like was talking about how she wrote the story for this game when she was like at a super lonely point. And I'm not gonna lie, like I teared up a little bit. It it was kind of mm -hmm. sad, and that was one of like the best moments from E3 that I can remember. And then EA ruined it literally immediately after. <laughs> but but for like the 15 minutes that the game was on, well, actually it's probably less five five to seven minutes yeah, like that she was minutes, on, yeah. and then showed the game like that was amazing and i'm i'm looking forward to this game i i really wish it was coming out sooner than spring of next year or, or mm -hmm. early 2019 yeah it's february spring. february yep um i think you just said early but oh dead, i could okay. be wrong maybe maybe i'm wrong on that okay yeah i, I, but I, I don't think it's at a month i like the art style but the story yeah. is really what's gonna what's gonna hook yeah. me here i am I'm, I'm a little nervous because some of these games make me feel things I I don't want to feel, but I but I, I'm excited for this. And but, I think the EA original program is is kind of amazing, and they've been doing some great games. I'd like to see more focus on that as opposed to their big titles like uh, like Madden, FIFA, and all their money makers. Well, I, should call it. I think I think too when games make you feel something, they resonate with you more, and you remember them more. And those are the gaming experiences you look back on. And you're like, that was awesome. You know? And cause yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, it's great. It's going through like destiny and completing the nightfall. But after you've done that, like it's not, it's not saying go back and doing it again. It loses that fun factor after a yeah. while. Whereas when you have an experience that's, that really impacts you, like, you know, kind of unravel was, and this game really appears to be, and again, seeing the the feeling and the the emotion and the meaning behind it for the person who's making it yeah. is it that sells me, man. I want to buy the game. Yep. So, Graham, what are your thoughts on Sea of Solitude? No, honestly, uh, the game does like just like it's full of emotion and stuff like that, and like like you're saying, where you can tell like a person poured their heart and their soul and like they gave it all to this and. They were so happy like to get the like, the recognition for it too, right? And kudos to EA finding like little game developers like this and just like say we're gonna put your game on a, like a big platform so everybody can play it. And yeah, when I was watching too, I'm like, this looks awesome. Like it didn't really show you much about what it's about, but it basically just gives you the overall theme of it. And like according to that theme, like I want to experience that game more now. And I know it's probably just going to be a pretty short game, which is fine. I don't need yeah. my games to be really long and extensive and stuff like that. But yeah, no, I see the the true genuineness in her. So 
I would definitely support her by buying this game and uh, playing it. Well, yeah, we're seeing it in our Twitch community, too. We, you know, CSL 2 looks great. Uh, and also, you know, I absolutely love the lady showing it. She was so nervous and sweet. So, you know, it's not just us saying that. It's it's the people that, you know, in our community that are watching it, too, and they see it. And I, I think they're having a pretty similar reaction. So, yeah, that's, no, awesome. that's awesome. And, and good for them. So, we'll come back around. And, and sorry, guys, I'm going to take us on a downer here. But I'm just going to oh, yeah, just, go ahead, Graham. just rub you for a second. Um, I just downloaded Unravel 2, so it is... It's there? Available right How now. How much is it, Graham? Store. I think it was 20 bucks. So 20 bucks Canadian. So, well, maybe it would be 20 bucks US. I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll take <laughs> yeah, a look yeah, here right after be, the show. Yeah, because I think, I think it was the same price. Yeah, for, it was 20 bucks last time, and man, like $20 was so worth it. But, yeah. by the way, it's in EA Access now, and I is, is it also part of uh, Game Pass on Xbox? I don't remember, but I know it's part of EA Access. So if you have that and you have Xbox One, play and Ramble. But, anyway... Um, so I'm going to take us on a bit of a downer because we just talked about kind of the high points. There's one other high point that I think we'll hit on, but why can't they ever like show their sports games in a way that isn't a total snooze fest? I just, man, like these are such giant money makers for them. And, you know, like FIFA, they showed some FIFA and they showed like Champions League and all that stuff. Right. So great yay but then they talked about world cup and uh they gave us a release date for for fifa 19 which is in september but they showed a little bit of madden which i was disappointed i thought they might show a little just a hair more because that game's coming out early it's out you know two months from now man and then nba live stuff it was like time to go to the bathroom at that point so (laughs) and then after the sports stuff, we had, we watched this thing, and I know Graham's kind of excited for it, so I'll let him go next on this. But like, we saw this demo of Command and Conquer Rivals, which my God, like that went on. If it, I think it was like five minutes long, does that seem about right? It felt um, like ten. Felt like a, yeah, felt it, like an hour. my God, if it was five minutes long, it was like four minutes and fifty eight seconds too long. Like it just wasn't good, and, it, and everybody was. This came right after us seeing Unravel 2 and getting the crowd excited with a release date of now and then seeing Sea of Solitude, which, you know, I think resonated with a lot of people in the room. And then you go to this and this was just like, ugh. and then they bring out the guy with that, with the Madden championship guy oh, and all that stuff. And I'm like, just enough. Like nobody cares about that. Not on a, not on the level that people are watching it today, you know, and good for the guy. Like he won and not very, good sportsmanship but he won good for him congratulations but uh i just don't know why they do this i don't know why they are so insistent on going down this path during their conference and and when they get some momentum going they just immediately say you know what uh we just remembered we're ea so we're gonna correct this (laughs) right now this is going way too good this is way too good (laughs) so graham we'll go to you next i know i know you were the one of us that was kind of like oh command and conquer cool uh, so go ahead, we'll let you kind of talk on it, and then you can talk on the sports games a little if you want. Yeah, like, I'm not a big mobile game player. Uh, recently I started playing Clash Royale, but it's, it's a different type of game. Um, but I've always been a huge fan of Command & Conquer. Like, Red Alert 2 was probably one of the first, like, games I ever played that I really enjoyed that wasn't console. 
And for the longest time, I'm like, oh, I'd like to be able to find another Command Conqueror. And I've done some research, and there's, like, no Command Conqueror in the future. And they're like, oh, they have this free... Uh, it was an online game for a tablet. I don't think it was an app. I think you had to go to the website. But it was a Command & Conquer game. And I was quite enjoying that. But I'm like, it'd be nice to actually have one developed for, like, an iPad or an iPhone. And when I was watching this, I'm like... You know, EA is Command and Conquer, so there's a good chance this is Command and Conquer. And when I saw that, I'm like, okay, I will give this a chance, but I would rather play it myself. Like, I'm, I didn't enjoy watching two guys play it. Like, they could have showed a trailer and maybe showed some gameplay well, footage, but they didn't actually have. You know, <laughs> they did. Yeah, they showed a lot of it actually, but they didn't have to show two people actually playing it. Like, it's one of those games where it's more fun if you're playing it yourself. So I don't know if they need to eat up time. They could have used it for towards another game. But I will give it a try. Uh, like I said, I'm not sold on that's what I'm going to always play. But uh, I trust the name Command & Conquer, so I think I'll at least give it a try. I think it warrants that. Okay. Steve? Yeah, it's it was it was a ridiculous thing to show uh, at their conference. To be honest, like the trailer, fine, maybe a little bit of gameplay. It was pre-alpha. They had two guys come out. It was ar- arguably the worst ten minutes um, of the show. I wouldn't even yeah. say arguably. No, it, it was. It, it was. It's, it's a mobile game. It's stupid. I mean, if you like that sort of thing, cool, good for you. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy for you, but it just was so out of place after what they showed before. With Sea of Solitude and and uh, Unravel too, so yeah. And if if uh, you're interested in it and you have an Android phone, you can play the pre-alpha right now. Why not Apple? Why not? Zap sucks. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's available now uh, for you to play if you're interested in Command and Conquer. Steve, what are your thoughts on the kind of sports thing they went through? I mean. <sighs> FIFA was like cringy a little bit. Madden, that was bad. It, I just the guy came off kind of douchey in a way. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I, I'm not trying to be a like you know we try to be friendly and everything, but he came off that way, and like you said, it's poor sportsmanship. So yeah, and they didn't really show enough Madden to make me interested. And Champions League is cool, but FIFA. 18, like what they've been doing with that and kind of not bringing it into the vault makes me not want to play or not pay for FIFA 19 and I'll just stick with FIFA 17 and Champions League be damned. Yeah. I'm kind of with you. And and on the like champion, Madden champion dude, um, you know, again, congratulations to him. We're not taking anything away from him. But I I mean, I can't stand it when people just kind of act like a dick. When they're competing and then use the excuse of, I just hate losing more than I like winning. Uh, no. Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I, why why does it seem like a lot of these, like, pro, especially with the sports games, they all seem to act that sort of way. Like, well, a lot of pro gamers in general, like, it just kind of gives gaming a bad name. Because that's, like, the face, quote unquote. Yes of it and it's always leads to like the guys you don't want being the face of gaming yeah and, uh, he's, and he's a great player at it and like i said he's you know been in the moments where he's been really close for a while and i get that it's frustrating and he finally won awesome cool so but uh but anyway um let's move uh graham what do you want to talk about next well i'm curious about this 
Origins Ac- Access. EA Origins Access. Yeah, so, it's, it's Origin Premier or Premier. That's oh, yeah. what you're thinking of. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So it seems like it's only for PC games. Yes. Um, I don't know exactly what it is. It's a subscription base. They mentioned Anthem. Uh, I think they mentioned like some sports titles, and I w- I want to know though if this is going to come to console. If there's a chance to come to console, do you guys think we get this console? Like why? No. Well, why do uh, PC only so, get it? Oh well, okay. So here's a here's a theory, Graham. Okay. How many consoles is EA Access available on? Yeah, only one. one. Only one. <laughs> and yeah. when does that? console have their conference uh, tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> and do they maybe need some things to talk about game wise yes. to get people excited that could show up on the microsoft stage tomorrow but it anyway it makes sense so what what graham's getting at here is um e origin premiere it's like a, an upgrade to that subscription service which was already there but on top of everything in the vault you get uh you get when you're when you're part of the premiere program. You get um, Battlefield Five. You get Anthem. You get Madden. You get FIFA. All at launch, no additional cost, just because you're part of that program. That, so, see, go ahead. I, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, you do. I, I, the way they made it sound to me was that like it, it acted like EA Access because they're like, and on top of this, you get all our other great games in the vault. Like that to me, that just made it seem like you'd have to still buy. The games. No, it's, and you'll, you, like, get you get them. a trial. No, you get I, them. I, I mean, if you say so. Because they already have Steve Origin Access, where the, it's basically the exact same thing as EA Access on console. It's just the PC version. Yeah, uh, it's just kind of Origin. So, yep. Yeah. yeah. I think it was so, worded poorly, but. Yeah. I hope this comes to Xbox. I mean, I already pay for EA Access. I'll pay another, like, 50 bucks. And it, or I don't know how much the price would be. Well, that's EA the thing. Is only 30. They didn't so, tell you how much this is. Probably gonna be like a hundred at the very least. Yeah. So, well, I could I, see it being that. Well, right now you can get a year worth of EA access on Xbox One for thirty bucks. Um, if you choose to pay it monthly, it ends up being sixty. So I could see them just doubling the price of it and saying you get a year for sixty bucks. Now, is sixty bucks worth it for Anthem and Battlefield and um, Madden yeah. and FIFA? Absolutely, it is. Obviously, and when you're saying Madden and uh, FIFA. So I imagine NHL might be in there. My my guess is that it'll be part of it. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be so, every EA game. Yeah. So obviously that makes a hundred percent sense to me because right now, as of right now, I'm buying Battlefield, yep. I'm buying Anthem. I already bought Unravel too, so we don't need to worry about that one. So Graham, would you pay? Uh, would you pay a hundred dollars for it? Yes, obviously. I would too. I, I would too. too. I mean, I'm buying three of those games. Yep. So yeah. Why not? Yeah. I mean, does this make you want to switch over to PC, Graham? Because then you don't well, have to pay as much. Well, that's what I was thinking, right? That's why I want to know that it's coming to console. And even with like the, the new Star Wars, whenever that game comes, like that could be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it could be. And but I think tomorrow is the perfect time to announce it because it's yes. not for all consoles. It's just Xbox One that they have access. So <laughs> why not do it on the Microsoft stage? Can you imagine the Sony fans? Like, oh my god! What? Now they get Battlefield Five, and wow. Well, yeah. sadly, I hate to say this because there's a lot of awesome Sony players out there, but as always on the internet, the loudest voices are the most negative ones. So the conversation on the internet, if that were to occur, will probably turn into, "Well, those games suck. We don't want them anyway." Well, 
And, I'll take them. Yeah. But it's fine. And, and uh, like like they're saying in Twitch right now, like, you know, PC Origins uh, already has so many games as well. Um, yeah. So there's a I'm much a bigger... Actually. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot to choose from there. And, and just upgrading to Premiere gets you access on launch to all these other games, which is pretty awesome, depending on how much it is. They didn't mention price, which is a little scary. Yeah. So, so do you think you got this idea from uh, Game Pass, maybe? Like, yeah, you absolutely. You ever had something, right? Like, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. And I think this is where gaming's going to go. And maybe not, like, by the end of the year, but within the next few years, this is where gaming's going to go. I can see mm-hmm. Ubisoft having a pass like this, and I can see, um, you know, EA already said they're doing it. Uh, I could see Bethesda doing something like this. You know, some of your your, your bigger developers. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is the way that we Nintendo won't do that. (laughs) Yeah. So all right, Steve, what do you want to talk about? Well, I mean, we mentioned Anthem, so let's go there. Uh, We saw some gameplay, which we weren't expecting because the first like fifteen minutes of Anthem was just kind of the developers talking about the game, which is fine, but. The gameplay is what I was after, and it was almost scary that we weren't seeing it. And then all of a sudden they showed it, and then they gave a release date of the 22nd of February next year. Which is really interesting, because I think we were kind of expecting later, at least you guys were. Um, I think it's a good place for it. It's uh, right on the same day as Days Gone. So that'll be interesting. Well, Uh, Days Gone, that's what I'm going to (laughs) say. Do you think Days Gone moves now? No. I mean, they could. I mean, you, I mean, they just announced the the, the date, so they're going to change it because of this? I mean, that that I don't think they will. Um, and we saw some, or they, they talked about how the game was going to run. And it, it seems to be like a single-player story in a multiplayer world was yep. the kind of way I got out of it. Where when you're outside, out in a boot as Graham would say. Um, <laughs> you, you can play co-op with, with other people, but then you go to, like, the hub world, mm-hmm. and it's it's single-player only. Yeah. And so it makes me wonder how the multiplayer is going to work. Graham, you, you mentioned The Division while we were talking about it when the show was live. Yeah. And in that game, you, you know, you, you can co-op with people, but as soon as you enter the world, like, you're by yourself. Or not the world, but, like, the, the little, like station or the fob or whatever and i'm interested to see that and i want to know what type of game this is is it gonna be like destiny where you kind of race through the story to get to the end game or is the story gonna be like the main focus like the cool part and that it's like 30 or 40 hours yeah well they they said that they're they were gonna because like most mmos and stuff like that they like dilute the story so much that you don't really get much of a story so they made an emphasis that they're going to be mainly focused on yeah. the story. Uh, shots so, fired! Shots fired at Destiny right there too. By the oh way. yeah, they, <laughs> they were definitely taking shots. I so what I'm guessing then is it probably going to be like a 30 hour story, but then the end game's kind of lacking, so people just go away from it until the next like story content thing gets dropped because they didn't really specify, and I'm interested to know well they remember they talked about a couple things that really stuck out to me so one to kind of your point steve they said their mission is that you know they get so many players that once the main story stuff is done players still want to play in the world and they're they're committed to finding ways to make that a reality and they they said that it's about kind of building your own story 
Yeah. And I don't really know what that means yet, or at like least what their definition style. of it is, you know? Yeah. But that's their commitment. So it seems like, like we said on the pre-show, like maybe they're learning a little bit from Destiny here, you know? And taking some of those lessons and applying them. And we'll see. This is a really ambitious game. And like Paris said on episode 100, which if you haven't listened to yet, please go listen to that. Uh, we had a great interview with Paris Lily from Gamer Take Radio. But, you know, he kind of said he sees this game sort of having the, the growing pains in its first year where they're going to have to patch it and put new stuff in and all that type of stuff. Whereas games like Destiny and The Division have sort of learned from those mistakes already and, and have gotten better-ish. Like a No Man's Sky kind of thing. Maybe, yeah. Like that, so... Well, I mean, but not if the game is supposed to be, like, a 50 or 60 hour, like, story, or even, like, 30 or 40, like, story-based game, and, because that's not the Destiny model, or even the Division model, that, those two games, it's just endgame focused, like, the raids, trying to get drops, this game doesn't seem to be focused on, like, loot, and, like, drops like that, like, you're not trying, you don't get better guns by killing enemies or completing the raid, so I feel like we're seeing more of just like a co-op shooter game um, as opposed to like the Destiny model. So I'm interested, hesitantly yeah. so. Well, he did say a part where you would join up with your friends and co-op and do like a battle or a mission and then you would get loot for it and then you bring it back to your hub and then you would like continue your story. So it does seem like there is the like rewards and stuff like that. So, I, I don't know, like, the way your sound makes it sound good, like, it's a really long story, and, like, if you're not focused on, like, the end game, like you said, and now, like, okay, let's do some co-op stuff. So, I'm, I'm really interested, and they keep, they kept saying, like, a different experience than any other game offers, and I'm thinking, is that possible, like, every, like, isn't everything done? So, I'm, I'm really curious, like, hopefully it's not a No Man's Sky thing, and it's just way too ambitious, and, because they're saying, like, the world, if it's nighttime in your world, it's nighttime in my world. Like, everything is going on at the same time. So I don't want this to be like a No Man's Sky. It's like, oh, yeah, you guys can be in there at the same time and you see each other, but then you play. It's like, okay, where's my friend? So yeah. I, I don't think I mean, it'll be that case, but I, I'm looking forward to this. I think that's February. kind, kind of an unfair comparison. I don't think this game's marketed like No Man's Sky at all. Yeah. No. Um, I don't know where you're getting that. Well, from. that's what I mean, just being over ambitious that it doesn't deliver like what they're saying. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I think we'll see more of this, and I think we'll see more of it tomorrow on Microsoft stage. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I hope they just don't show the same stuff again because that would kind of suck. I hope we get something a little bit different. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure last E3 they showed something different with between the Microsoft and uh, the EA one. Yeah. Now, they, they gave us, like Steve said, the release date of this game. Did they say, and, and I just didn't see, so did they say what it's coming out on? No. I didn't notice. I didn't either. And yeah, I, was I didn't see that it as well. So maybe we get something else from Microsoft tomorrow, like exclusivity. Mm-hmm. Because That's why possible. leave that out? Yep. For other well, then, games, for what, other what games, they said it's too. coming out on all of these, right? So, like where it's got the old EA Access or the Origins or Origins Access, like the fact that, like you were saying, Microsoft is the only one that offers that, and if this game is coming out with that, then that's like a Microsoft only kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, I'm and, intrigued. And Aaron Greenberg from X- Xbox has been pretty busy on Twitter the last few days, saying things like, "We have so much stuff that you guys haven't." 
really thought of. And, man, I'm looking forward to tomorrow afternoon now because I, I see a couple things here that could materialize tomorrow with EA, who's always, let's be honest, been kind of a partner with Microsoft in a lot of ways. So, uh, man, I'll be interested to see if they turn it into this thing where it turns into EA Access Premiere. And, wow. and Anthem is included in, and it's exclusive to the console. That would be really amazing. Wow. I'm not counting on that. But I don't remember them saying what it's coming out on. So this game's got to be mostly finished, right? Like, I mean... Well, it's got to be somewhat close. I, I wonder if we'll see a beta of some sort. Of any kind. Just to kind of test uh, the capabilities of it. Servers. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But uh, one other thing I want to kind of bring up. We, we did hear from... Um, Vince Pella hit a respawn. And the respawn Star Wars game is going to be titled Jedi Fallen Order. And it's coming out holiday next year. So it's set in the dark times and it's set between episodes three and four in the, in the Star Wars universe. Um, Steve, I know you're a Star Wars fan too. Like, what, uh, what reaction did you have to that news? I mean, it's cool, but I don't see gameplay, so I'm trying to right. keep my hype levels low. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm excited to see what there is to see. I think probably going to see stuff towards the, the fall of this year, right? You'd almost mm -hmm. have to uh, yeah, I show mean, something. I'm excited because it sounds like we're not getting just another Star Wars shooter. That's true. He did say we were playing with, uh, we Jedi. get to use lightsabers and stuff. Yep. So I'm, is this going to be like the Force Unleashed type of game, but it Respawn makes it? It could be. And that, that was kind of what I was thinking. That'd be kind of cool. So where you can, I'd like to see it go a little deeper than like the Force Unleashed games, um, where you can really get immersed in like building up the, the like Jedi abilities that you have, things like that, and kind of you know pick and choose what you're really strong at, what you're not, things like that. Like that would be what I'd love to see in that game. Um. You know, not to get too uh, nerdy on you, but like being able to see, go, yeah, I know, go and get like <laughs> the different have missions to get like the different kyber crystals to build the lightsaber of different colors and things like that. Wow. Um, would be kind of cool. Sorry, Graham, I know. No, that would be pretty cool though, because that's something I don't know about, yeah. and I wouldn't mind learning about it, but I don't want to read a book on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd rather play a game on it. Yeah. So that all that stuff would be kind of kind of cool, and. Uh, and then, you know, things like, I'm pretty sure in the lore, and I'm sure I'll be correcting the community if I'm wrong on this, but, like, the crystals for the Sith, like, you basically apply, you know, the dark side to them enough, and they basically bleed until the crystal turns red, and that's how they get the red lightsaber. So, if you turn to that side, you know, having to build up enough in the dark side of the forest to be able to do that, things like that would be really cool, and it's stuff we haven't seen in a game, at least not in a long, long time. Mm -hmm. So... That, stuff like that would be really cool uh, if they could pull it off. Yeah, no, I agree. Because there are a lot of, like, really diehard Star Wars fans Yeah. that, like, have read the books and they know all, like, the backstory and the lore. So if they, like, offer them something like that, like, I, I think they would eat that up. So mm -hmm. I think that's a great way to go. Yeah. Because, like, the the movies that we've seen and the, the original trilogy, they've been rehashed so many times that 
people really don't care that as much, right? Because they know everything. But if you give them something like they don't really know and or stuff only they know and they can they can like see it in a game, I think that's a great way to go. Yep. It's all right. Steve, any thoughts? I mean, that sounds a lot like, like Knights of the Old Republic, everything yeah. like you've been saying. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if Bioware's like kind of helping them out there since they're kind of under the EA banner. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I, I'm interested to see how, how this game goes. I'd like to see more of the RPG, like a, uh, a Fallout type game, but Star Wars, rather mm-hmm. than kind of the old republic even though i love the old republic games because then i get to play it's like a combination of the force unleashed games and the old republic games but Mm -hmm. we'll see i i don't know because they haven't shown us anything and i almost would rather have not known until we see some gameplay right because now it's just speculation yeah and And it's a long time away yep yep so all right so let's wrap up this thing uh so first of all i want to turn to each you guys so what was your high point of the conference and your low point of the conference? And I have a feeling we're going to be pretty similar on this, but go ahead. Okay, I'll go. Sure. The high point of a high point for me was on route two being announced, but then I'm like, wow, that's that's amazing. But then like today, yeah, like that was awesome. That was my high point for sure. And it didn't leak. Like that's no. really cool. It did not leak. Yeah. So Steve, how about you? Or low point, Graham. Oh, low point, uh, having to sit through five minutes of camp, Command and Conquer Rivals. Yeah. Oh, he fired his missile! Oh, God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Just, When's the second one going to go? Oh, just make it end. But anyway. Yeah, I know. Um, Steve, how about you? High point, low point? Sea uh, of Solitude, high point, low point, same thing. Yeah. And for me, uh, same as Graham, actually. Uh, Unravel 2. Uh, especially once you attach the release date of right now on it. And yeah. and then the low point was just Command & Conquer. Like, it, it's not the game. It's just that it took too long. Like, that's way too much time to be yes. spending on that. It's reminiscent of when they brought Pele out on stage for, like, what seemed like forever. Um, just wasn't necessary, and it took away from the momentum that they had built at that point. So, all right, guys, let's give this one a grade on the uh, A to F scale. And let's start with Graham. Uh, I'm going to go with a B minus. Okay. Steve? Do you need me? Oh, you I'm going to go with a C. Okay. Why a C? Uh, because all the sports stuff and that whole Command and Conqueror thing really, like, took everything down. Uh, it was so unnecessary. The mm-hmm. other stuff would have given a B, but then, you know, yeah. the negatives kind of annoyed me more than the positives, like, made me excited. Sure. So I'm going to go B minus on this one. I, I feel like they did a really good job with things like Unravel, uh, Sea of Solitude. And I thought the Anthem stuff was pretty cool. Like it, yes. it got me more excited for the game the more they showed. And that's kind of the point, right? So um, that was kind of cool. But uh, I the, lo- the low points for me, like same we've already mentioned, kind of took away. And makes it a B minus for me, and I think we'll see a lot better tomorrow from Microsoft and Bethesda. Those are Microsoft has to, and Bethesda usually does. So I think so we'll excited. see much better. So any parting words, guys, before we get out of here? Yes. Yeah, we ha- we have some questions and <laughs> okay. the whole giveaway we got to do. Oh, right? uh, yeah. Oh. Where where's your mind, Tyler? I know. Where's your mind? I just I just want to yeah. go play Unravel. Yeah, go play Unravel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for you. 
All right, what do we got? All right, well, we're going to go with uh, Blake's question. Are you happy they announced Skate 4? Um, well, Blake, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you caught the conference, but they actually didn't announce Skate 4. I'm sorry. I, I thought it was going to happen, man. And it didn't, and that was kind of sad. I, I think that would have put it over the top for me. But Yeah, that would have been really good. Yeah, um, I, I thought they would after Anthem, and then they didn't. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was going to be like the one more thing type of deal. Yeah, I did. And So, I mean, to me, it makes it seem like they're setting up for maybe Microsoft uh, announcing exclusivity, or, or even, hell, it could be Sony doing it. I, I feel like Microsoft's the more reasonable one. But they they announced, like, the servers went back up, and they've been kind of hinting at it all week, yeah. so it surprised me a lot. So it makes me feel like this might be an exclusive to someone. Microsoft? <laughs> and I think it's Microsoft. Uh, oh, Blake and Chad's like, thanks for asking that one, guys. Yeah. So you're welcome. Sorry, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> well, well at, least, at least you're winning something with it, Blake. That's all that matters, right? Yeah. You're like, winning potential something. To potential win to something, win. Potential to win. Potential. Let's not break his heart twice today. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> to ease your pain <laughs> but yeah no i think with all the hints too about skate there, there's definitely something skating your way oh he did it that was terrible that was terrible <laughs> i just want to hate just, you right now. just to add to your pain <laughs> I, i'm gonna add, interrupt graham like he did pain. to me a few episodes ago with <laughs> blake's other question we'll go with the actual question <laughs> he said he's like did you guys what did you think of anthem is it a day one buy uh it is for me now um, I, you know, early on in what they were showing and talking about, I hate when they bring the people out and do like the panel. I hate that. Mm -hmm. And all they were showing is like early concept art. Well, we saw that already. Like, just show me the game. Um, and once they got to that and they actually show gameplay, the more I saw, the more I'm like, this looks awesome. I want to play this. So yeah, I, I see myself absolutely getting it. Graham, you... Yeah. Yeah, well, first of all, over that intro, like, right at the beginning. Oh, wow, yeah, that, that was really that cool. That was stunning. Uh, I'm like, how did they do that? That was awesome. I know. But as far as, like, a day one purchase, if this, like, if this comes to console subscription base, well, I don't even have to worry about buying it. But if it is a matter of me buying it, I will buy this game because I'm hoping this offers the three of us the co-op experience that we've been looking for mm. and hopefully we get into it and we really enjoy it and we stick to it on like <clears throat> destiny 2 <clears throat> yeah. excuse me i know but yeah i this is a day one for me for sure okay cool i i'm with you it's a day one um the it wasn't until they actually showed that like mission yeah. and then that was like oh my gosh and the world looks absolutely beautiful and i can't wait to see it in 4k and that yeah. might be most of the reason i'm buying it is because it's gonna look so damn good yeah i'm with you and, and i said remember i said during when we were watching it like this world puts destiny to shame yes and it does 100 so and destiny's not bad it's just this world is amazing so i i can't wait in the different ways you can traverse and do things you can fly you can run you can swim there's so many different ways to move around. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. All right. All right. Um, we just this was a light light question asking episode. Okay. Um, so last one was from Brian. He said, uh, "What do you guys think of the now available approach? Do you like it, or do you like having time to budget your purchases?" I love the now available approach because it gets you excited, and you know th this is the fun week of the year. This is the only week of the year that that ever happens, really. So I love yeah. it. Now it'll suck if like every single conference does it. Is if Bethesda's <laughs> like you know here's Elder Scrolls available today, 
Yeah, and, it'll be Fallout you know, 76. Yeah, or Fallout 76, <laughs> or, yeah. or, um, you know, we see Microsoft with, like, Halo 6, available now, you know, and things like that. I, uh, man, I'll be out of money by Tuesday. <laughs> That's what so, I'm thinking. But, uh, but we don't see it from everybody, and, and when it happens, it's really cool, and it stands out, and it's one of those memorable moments. And let's be honest, EA doesn't have any of those, so let's give it to them. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's cool. I, I am I am also with you. I, I love it um, because most consoles or most conferences don't do it. I remember last year, Tyler, you really thought Cuphead was going to be one of these like, yeah. available now purchases yeah. and kicking off Summer of Arcade, if I remember correctly. Yep. And none of those, neither of those things happened. Nope. But, but Unravel 2 being announced is really awesome. And it's only a $20 game. Yep. And I mean, I don't want to be like $20 is a lot of money to a lot of people. But it's not like a full $60 game, so it doesn't break the bank as much for me. And it, I can justify just buying it outright. Uh, but if it was a $60 game and a lot of them started doing it, I would get a little upset because then I don't have time to budget uh, purchases. And it would make me only buy maybe one. If like five $60 games came out on the same day, I'd only have the money for one. Yeah. If even. And that would suck, but well, it doesn't happen that often, so it's really cool when it does. And yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you 100. percent And like you said, 20 bucks. There's so many like indie games out there that that squeeze you for 40, and they're not worth that. And Unravel 2 could have been 40 bucks because the first one was pretty well received, and they didn't do it. They stuck with 20 bucks, and that's awesome. So it makes me want to support them even more. Yeah, right? no, like I've. As soon as I saw it available today, I checked and see if it was available. <laughs> and then just before we started this, I or while I was doing this, I checked it and it was available and I downloaded it. Mm-hmm. So no, I'm I was super excited to hear him announce it, and that's always great because you watch these games and some of them are awesome, right? And you're like, oh, I can't wait to play this. I wonder how long I gotta wait. It's like available now. Oh, shit, let me download it. Yep. So yeah, no, I'm. That's great. It's awesome when they can do that and get people excited because they, they, they like when you they can get surprises, especially nowadays where there's like so many leaks and the fact that they're like showing it and it's like, okay, it's available now. That's great. So well, I appreciate it. I mean, I'll tell everybody out there, like, you know, we, we read a lot of gaming news. We see a lot of gaming news. We play a lot of games because we do this show, right? And like during that conference, when that was announced, we were all like, oh my God, it's today. You know, we were so excited and, and fired up over it. So like moments like that are cool and uh i wouldn't i wouldn't want those to go away just for budgetary reasons i would have to make some decisions probably but but yeah all right steve do we have anything else or are we doing a giveaway no that was the last question Um, yeah guys get your questions in uh especially because you want to win there there was a not a lot of people ask questions so you have a high chance of winning you know you ask questions um but the winner uh is our very own blake post on uh, Facebook, uh, so he does get his skate for heart heartache, you know, kind of healed a little bit because he wins something, <laughs> just and he doesn't bit. like that. So congratulations, uh, Blake. Yeah, so Blake, uh, thank you uh, for submitting questions. Thanks for also being a supporter of the show. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll get you a twenty-five dollar PlayStation gift card headed your way to celebrate E3 week. And PlayStation just started a, a, a sale today, so you might be able to use it on something there. So uh, congratulations and. If, uh, like Blake Sports the show and so many other people do, if you'd like to be one of those people, you can join our Facebook. Uh, head over to Facebook and look up the Gaming Hub forums. 
Uh, you can, when you're there, you'll see a link to Discord. Also, go to Twitch, which we're also broadcasting on live right now. For our community, go to Twitch, look up TXH Gaming Hub. Also, same thing on Twitter at TXH Gaming Hub. Uh, I've been live tweeting the EA, con or, yeah, EA conference today, and we'll do the same for every other conference that goes on the next few days. Uh, when you're there, you can see a link to Discord as well, and on Twitch, you'll see a link to Discord. Join that really easy way to chat and communicate with everybody. And if you'd also like to support the show in other ways, we just launched a Patreon. We'd love for you to head over there and take a look. Uh, Patreon.com slash Gaming Hub. We also have some cool gear if you guys want t-shirts and stuff. So a couple ways to get that. You can go over to teespring.com slash gaming hub. Or if you go on to Patreon and contribute at the $10 or higher level per month, uh, the second month you do that, we'll send you a free t-shirt and uh, a mug if you're at the $15 level as well. So, and we, or if on Twitch you want to help support us, we'd appreciate that as well. If you subscribe, if you're an Amazon Prime member, you have Twitch Prime. It means you get a free sub to use every single month. And if you choose to use it on us, we'd really appreciate that. It helps support the show, it helps us get better equipment, provide better content for you, and do better giveaways. Anything yes. else, guys, before we get yeah. out of here? Yeah, actually, real quick, it brought yeah. to my attention that Unravel 2 is only local co-op and not online. Does that make you guys upset kind of that sucks it's only local only local that's disappointing they didn't mention they didn't mention that at all i mean i'm still really excited that, for it but they didn't mention that, that is, at all that, that means that now i gotta play by myself because yeah. i don't have any physical yeah. friends only well, virtual friends <laughs> <laughs> well i think i i think there's a good chance graham's gonna be streaming some of that today um it would have been an us stream but now it might be graham yeah <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> So, but Graham, we'll come and keep you company. And we hope you guys do too. We're going to have so much coverage of E3 the next few days. Uh, we'll probably host uh, EA play for a little bit here and watch this enthralling soccer match thing that's going on. <laughs> and uh, hopefully they, they show some Battlefield 5 gameplay. I'm hoping. And then, yeah, we'll be back uh, tomorrow, tonight, later with some content of our own, playing some some games maybe some battlefield maybe some unravel something else uh just to kind of chat about what we saw today with the community and uh and have a good time so tomorrow we'll be back on 30 minutes before the microsoft conference goes live and that i believe is 1 30 p.m central 2 30 p.m eastern and that would be what's the 11 30 a.m pacific yeah that's that's the time so we'll be back on then with our pre-show. We'll carry the entire conference for you live and have the post-show live on Twitch immediately following the conclusion of the Microsoft show. We'll do the exact same thing for Bethesda half hour, half hour before and immediately after. Um, and then we'll be back on Monday as well. So thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. For Graham and Steve, I am Tyler saying uh, happy E3, everybody. We'll be yep, back. One down, a lot to go. Yep. We're into we're it into deep now. Yeah, well... Uh, We'll have a ton more content for you. We're excited. But head on over to Twitch and take part in all the additional stuff we're going to have. So, uh, again, TXH, TXH Gaming Hub there. So, uh, that's it, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode covering Microsoft. Until then, uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy E3, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. See you all Goodbye. soon.